We're going to turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. And we shall read from verse 11 onwards. Luke chapter 17. From verse 11 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Now what happened as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. I'm reading from Luke chapter 17, verse 11 onwards. Now what happened as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. So Jesus Christ is going from point A to point B. He is traveling. The Lord God of heaven and earth came in the form of a human being, and he's going from one place to another, like from Port Jervis to Middletown. He is traveling from Samaria to Galilee in Israel. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. Now you see, people with problems. And these problems are not ordinary problems because the problems were unsolvable problems. They had this leprosy, and when a person had leprosy, especially in those days, no treatment was there. There was no healing that was there. So what was the solution? They said, we will put them away somewhere else away from the people. When a person is a leper, he is cast away from the society. The Spirit of God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Isolation. There is this type of isolation that comes to a heart of man when sin enters in. When that which corrupts the human soul enters in, there is this isolation comes in. You see, in a marriage, or you see in a family where children will isolate themselves away from their family members. You'll know something wrong is going on at that point. When you see suddenly a husband is isolating himself away from the wife, something is going on at that point. You see there's some form of isolation that is happening. Something is going on. There's this depression happening or this anxiety happening or some kind of Sin, where some kind of adultery is going on, some kind of thing that is happening that is foreign to that environment that comes in. Once that comes in, there's this isolation that happens. In this case, these 10 people had a physical condition called leprosy. When that leprosy comes in, it isolates a person from the rest of the family members. God is speaking to our hearts today. God has not created us to be in isolation. When I say isolation, isolation because of something that is not right 
within us. Something has happened inside. Some kind of a disease that has caused a person to isolate. All of a sudden, this depression comes. They don't want to mingle with anyone. They don't want to talk to anyone. They don't want to face anyone. They don't want to see anyone. And people think, you know what? This is how my life is and that's how I'm going to be. Yeah? Me and my cell phone or me and my computer or me and myself. But that's not the way to live. God has put us in a place where we are surrounded by people just like us. doesn't have to be the same personality. But human beings, eyes, mouth, ears, nose, hands and feet, walk upright, not on there are people who don't want to interact with human beings. My kitty and I, my puppy and I, my birdie and I. That's not the way to live. You know when that happens? When there's a problem on the inside. When there's this hurt that happens, or there is this perception of someone hurting happens. Something that happens, a person begins to withdraw. That withdrawal is not a good thing. Now, these lepers were pushed away because of their leprosy. When depression comes in, it pushes a person away from the rest of the crowd. They don't even realize they are pushed away from the rest of the crowd because of that depression. When drug addiction comes in, or alcohol addiction comes in, cigarette addiction, whatever addiction comes in, or pornography comes in, whatever comes in, it takes the person away. That monster comes in, and it removes a person away from the good life, the best life that God has for them. So what happens? They move away from the rest of the people. The people who need to be there as their support system. It isolates them from the family that they have. God says, we don't have to live that way. These people here had leprosy. Leprosy of the body. Leprosy of the soul will isolate a person away from the people of God. Now, the lepers, you see these ten people, were not ten people separately walking around. No, these ten people were grouped together. They came as ten people. Guess what? All ten were lepers. Have you seen all drug addicts together? All those who steal together? All those who have a similar kind of disease, they all gang up together. And they all feel like, oh, I'm like you, you're like me, let's hang out together. They're all sick. And people who can't communicate, they say, they find a community online and they say, oh, I'm like you and you're like me. Let's all cry together and even feel proud about our leprosy. God is speaking at this hour. That is not the way to live. Once you understand, you know what? Ten people are together, but where are the rest? Even if 50 are together, what happened to the rest of the people? They're all together living a normal life and these people are not living the life that they should. They are away from the community that God had for them. Now, these ten lepers, suddenly it dawned on them, you know what? We know that we're living a different life. It's not the same as those people because we know there's something good that's happening there, but I have no hope. Because I have this leprosy, and I've been told that once a leper, always a leper, and you are outside the fold of the healthy ones. Then these lepers settle down and they say, okay, 
All lepers talk together, cook together, eat together, live together. And what is happening, the status part is, they are decaying every day. The leprosy is getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. You know, hope. But one day, they heard from someone that there is this solution for leprosy. And the solution is called Jesus Christ. He can heal the lepers. Now we were told that there's no hope and we have to sit somewhere out. But now we are being told by someone else that there is hope. This Jesus Christ can set you free from this leprosy. Now once they heard that, they said, let's do something about it. I say there were 50 lepers in that leper colony. They were all talking. Say, hey, I heard that this Jesus is there and he can heal and he can make us completely well. And we don't have to live this sick lifestyle and let's move from here to where all other people are actually living. We're dying. We're breathing. But we're dying every day. The stink is getting worse and worse and worse. No matter how many times I bandage it, no matter how much I hide it, still I know underneath the bandage what is actually there. God is speaking at this hour. It's so important to understand what is beneath the surface of that bandage. What is actually underneath that? Once that understanding comes, we also need to know that there is a way out. When we don't know or don't understand or even don't believe that there is a way out, what is going to happen? We're going to stay with the rest of the lepers who are going to be there. All those lepers were there. We don't know how many were there, definitely not just ten. Ten of them chose to walk out of their leper colony. And they said, we are going to make this effort to get to Jesus Christ. And you know what their aim was? To get rid of this leprosy. Hallelujah. Whatever your problem may be. Whether it's an emotional need mental need, physical need, whatever it may be, if it is eating you on the inside, then you are not living the life that God has kept for you to live. If it keeps you isolated in sin, then you are not living at that point. If it keeps you together with those who are actually dying, you are not living at that point. But when that good news comes, Something very strange and something foreign to what I have been told all along that there is no hope and this is my community and we live together and we die together. We are doomed and you know what? This is our fate. Well, they are not like me and I am not like them and this is my problem and they are fine and sit here and burn at all those who are in there. That's not the way to live. God says, you don't have to sit outside, you don't have to sit outside, you don't have to sit at the leper colony and look at all those people who have ten fingers, proper nose, and proper body, and no leprosy, and no pus coming, and no stink, and you don't have to sit here and look at them and say, I hate those people who are living well, and look at me how I'm living. God says, you don't have to live that way, because Jesus Christ is there. He can take that leprosy away like that. He's so powerful. And what else can he do? He will take the leprosy away and he will take you out of the leper colony and he'll say, go back into where you need to be. You know, when, when you um, see something that's lost, 
you look for say a, a puppy or a cat that's lost and you find and then you see a little tag that is there and you find who the owner is what are you going to do you're going to return it back to the owner when it goes back to the house it's so happy even though a stranger may be putting food for it it's still looking for the owner god has created us to be in his presence even though leprosy in the form of sin of the soul comes in and it takes the person away from the presence of god takes the person from takes the person away from this healthy life that god has and satan comes and he says hey this is how you're supposed to be look at all the people over there that they all have bandages they are still cooking look with all the bandages with all the stink they're still sitting on the ground and they're all playing games in their own way and look they're all laughing and talking and there are some people who say you don't have to look at those people who don't have leprosy and burn you can just live you call that coping mechanism even though it sounds like a nice term you can cope with what you have you know what does it actually say stay sick god doesn't want us to cope god wants to overcome God wants to be out of our leprosy. God wants us to be out of where we are. Whether it's poverty, whether it's leprosy, whether it's a physical illness, whether it's a mental illness, whether it's financial crisis, whether it's a relational problem, some people can't communicate. Every time they try to communicate, they make a boo-boo all the time. All the time. They say, "Why am I messing up? Why am I messing up?" God says, "He will remove that stink out of you because he's all powerful." Jesus Christ has come to seek and save that which was lost. It was lost. We can even say stolen. You know where Jesus comes? He comes to the lost property. You know when I was in school, they used to have a lost property where some kids leave, they'll go and they'll put some things somewhere else, their important notebook or their watch or something and they'll go la 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 and play and then they'll forget and go home and say oh my god i left it mom will ask where is your book i don't know my history book i don't know where i left it probably under the tree somewhere but someone in school will see it and take it to that lost section and they'll have it the next morning you go there and they go through all that you have a whole bunch of stuff that's missing and missing items there and your item is there return to you you get so happy you take it home and you say i got it i got it you know why because someone took it and collected it and put it there jesus christ finds that which is lost and he gives it back to you many times you don't even know that you lost something you're so careless you even forget that which you've lost and god comes and says hello Where is your phone? Phone? Oh, phone. That's right. Oh my god, my phone. I don't know what to do. Where are you? Wallet. I don't know where is my wallet. Until then you don't even remember. You're talking and talking and talking. It's gone. God comes not only to inform us of what is missing, but he says, "I can locate it for you. I can restore it to you, and I can restore you to myself." whatever is missing in your life whatever is lost just like these lepers what did they lose they lost their physical health number 1 is that all no they lost their families that they were born into yeah what else they lost 
everything they had within when they were taken away from their home and put somewhere else. But Jesus came to cleanse the lepers. Where there's no hope, Jesus came and he said, there is hope. I can actually take away the leprosy and I can actually put you back into your family. God is speaking to our hearts today. These lepers heard this news. A lot of lepers heard the news, but ten made the choice. Wisest decision that someone could ever make is to know that there's a way out. You can't be in a burning building and say, Oh, God help me, God help me, God. There are people like that. God help me, it's burning. Smoke, I can smoke. I can, I can smell it. Smoke, I can smell it. And there you have someone. Come on out, come on out, will you? Oh, I can't come on. I can't trust you. And burn and die. There are people like that. I don't know what the Jesus can do. I don't know what will happen next. I don't know what will happen next. Well, until you try, how will you know? When someone gives you that good news and say, hey, there's a way out. Take that way out. It's better than taking that way out than dying where you are. God is speaking at this hour. These lepers have this leprosy inside. But they heard this news and that news was, there is hope. My leprosy can be taken away. There's this old chorus. When I was little, I learned that in Sunday school. Rolled away, rolled away, rolled away. Every burden of my heart rolled away. Every sin had to go beneath the cleansing flow. Hallelujah. Rolled away, washed away, wiped away. Every burden of my heart rolled away. It just rolled away. When? When the person who can come and say, poof, that's it. No matter what a big rock it may be, all of a sudden that rock will jump up and down and it will burst into pieces, disintegrate, disappear. That is the power of my Jesus Christ. These lepers heard that and they said, Oh, I heard this news and I got to experience it. How many of you here, when you hear that God can do something big for you, you say, I got to experience it. I don't want to be that some person say, well, I will sit for another 50 years and see if this is true or not. Let me see if it is documented or not. You will go to the grave. Right then, you can experience the real thing, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, these lepers heard this and they said, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Let's hurry, we got to go. I don't even know if they brushed their teeth or not. They said, we got to go. We don't want to miss this Jesus Christ. Make haste to receive your miracle. Don't delay. Don't delay. Because the time of visitation is very important. They said, we got to go. Hey, get up. We heard that Jesus is passing by that place at 8 a.m. We cannot wait to see him. And we can't miss this opportunity. And what did they do? They all got up and came. And then something happened. There is a meeting that is happening where these people are standing far away. And Jesus is there. And from there, they are saying something from far away. They lifted up their voices and said, verse 13, I'm reading. Luke 17, 13. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So, when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priest. You know what that means? 
it's done. Granted, that's it. You don't need to know the, the root of this disease and how it came and which door it came through and where it's still working and how it's looking and how long it's going to stay. We don't need any history, geography, geography and history of anything. We need one thing. Jesus, say a word. Say a word. When God says a word, whatever is not moving will begin to move. When God says a word, whatever is at a standstill will automatically vibrate and get to work. God is speaking at this hour. There's a prophecy that God is speaking at this hour. Whatever paperwork that is sitting at the desk, where this paperwork has been sitting at the desk for a long time. And you're saying, God, I have been expecting this case to move forward. I've been expecting this answer and I've not been hearing this. And this has been sitting at this desk for long. Will it ever happen? Or when will it happen? God says, at his command, it is going to move. Hallelujah. It is going to move. Your answer is coming. Your answer is coming. On the king's horse, hallelujah, king's horse is going to carry that message and say, it's going to move. That which is at a standstill will move, says the Lord of hosts. So these people came to Jesus and they stood far away because they knew they were lepers. They stood far away and they said, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, Jesus. Have mercy on me. Jesus had mercy on them. He didn't stand there. And give a big, long, one-hour lecture. He said, for them to do something. The message was very simple. One-line message. Jesus gave a one-line message. He said, go show yourself to the priest. That one-line message says a lot. Because if you do it, you get it. If you don't do it, you don't get it. Very simple. That a lot of times God will say something very simple for us to do. And we'll scratch our heads and say, Really? I don't think it's going to work. And that's where we miss it. Very simple. God said, go show yourself to the priest. You know what these ten people did? They said, even if it doesn't make sense, because we are still lepers, only those who are cleansed of the leprosy, that means only those who are healed, can actually go to the priest and say, look, I don't have leprosy. And the priest will check from head to toe, and they'll say, you don't have leprosy. You can go back to your family. But these guys still have leprosy. They said, we are going. You know why? At his command, the leprosy heard the voice of the living God. Guess who too had to hear the voice of the living God? The people who had the leprosy. If you want your problem to be solved, your problem will definitely hear God's voice and it will move. But you need to move. You need to do that which God is calling you to do. When you do that which is, then when you do that which God is calling you to do, as you do it, that which needs to move will move in your life. God is speaking at this hour. Whatever needs to move, He will move it for you, provided you move when He tells you to move. When God tells you to do something, it may be very simple. It may be a four-letter thing or a four-word thing or a half-a-sentence thing. Whatever God is telling you to do, make sure you're smart enough to do it so that you can receive your miracle. It takes humility to believe. 
It takes humility to obey. When we obey, we show that we believe. And when we believe and we show by our obedience that we're really believing it, something happens right then and there. You know why? Because his command is, when you do it, it'll happen. So, once he commands, your problem heard his voice already. It's out the door. Do you know what? You need to start running. You need to start running. When you start doing what God has called you to do, that which needs to move will move. Whether it's a sickness, whether it's an addiction, whether it's a financial crisis, whatever it may be, whether it's a promotion, whatever it may be, God says, you do that which you should do. What he has told will automatically happen in your life. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus.